0: Before we transition to our message, we're going to just sing the chorus of this section where it says, Lord, you make all things new. Let us just turn to the Lord this morning and as the Holy Spirit is here with us, as he is walking with us, let us turn to him and focus on him and him alone. It's not about who's around us or who's next to us, but it's about the Lord. It's about you. It's about our worship our praise and our surrender and our submission to the living king so let's come together and understand that under christ that we are a new creation a new being the old man is gone the old woman is gone the new created being is here that is found in christ you make all things new Make all things new,
1: you make all.
0: Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for bringing us all here together under one roof to be able to worship you in spirit and in truth. I know that each day is so precious and we, even after a memorial service yesterday, may we not be quick to forget how precious this one life is to live for you and to be called by you. May we not waste time being staying in a place of anger or in the place of our pride but may we surrender to you with humility for God you take what is broken and you make all things new in our lives Lord restore us today for in need of your touch we're in need of your message the message of hope and restoration that is found on the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and as you transition now to the message Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all the hearts for those who are here today listening may be pleasing in your sight, O oh Lord. For you alone are our rock and our redeemer. We thank you. We love you. pray all these things. And your precious son, just Christ and me, pray. And God's people pray. Amen. And amen. Right, God bless you all. Uh, let's take a moment to greet our fellow neighbor at this time. Let me begin with our title of today's message. The title of today's message is called Your Rod and Your Staff. Can we all point to Ronnie and say, Your Rod and Your Staff. Amen. I just want to thank you all for yesterday, uh, for your sacrifice and for all your hard work. Uh, I know that the parents were very blessed. I don't think we've had that many people in one place. Uh, but it was such a blessing and also an honor to be able to host the people here. And that's what the space is for, for people to use freely, for them to come and to be blessed. And especially for the parents, Mr. Kim, Mrs. Kim, Lily, and to Chedong Jerry. Uh, just it was a blessing to be able to host them and their extended family. So let us just come together now and continue that momentum especially in the mundane of the days in our lives. Let us be faithful each and every single moment. For each day is precious. It is not an accident that you're here. Uh, It is a blessing to be in the house of God, to be able to hear his word. So I just want to thank you and bless you here today in the name of Jesus Christ. I just want to start off with our main scripture found here. In chapter 23 of verse 4 of the Psalms, Psalm 23, verse 4. Yesterday the message was called love one another. I was wrestling between these two and switched up the order. And this is the message the Lord has in store for us today. And in verse 4 of Psalm 23, it says, Even though I walk Through the darkest valley. In other translation it says, The valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Other translation says, I will not be afraid. Please turn to your neighbor and share with them and say, I will not be afraid. And tell them, don't be afraid. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff. Please turn to Ronnie. Ronnie. Your rod, no, I'm just joking. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen and amen. Starting with point number one. In my darkest valley, you walk with me. I can't imagine the darkness that some of us, we walk in. Darkness cannot be seen. It is felt. It is a place where you are. And imagine the darkest valley that you've ever been. Keep in mind, I didn't say see. Not seen, for darkness cannot be seen. It is felt, and you are there in that moment, in that present. And you cannot see anything else but the darkness. How dark, how dark sometimes when we go through life, how strong that darkness is in our lives. But the scripture makes it very clear, and he says this. He says in Psalm 139, verse 11 to 12, If I say, Surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. It says, Darkness is as light to you you just like the song for dark is light to you depths are height to you far is near but lord i need to hear from you asking god lord be near me be close to me be close to the brokenhearted to those who are in a place of darkness that's why job says in job 10 The scriptures are not up there, so if you have your scripture, please, you can follow along. But Job 10, verse 21 to 22, he says, Before I go to the place of no return, to the land of gloom and utter darkness, to the land of deepest night, of utter darkness and disorder, where even the light is like darkness. But we find hope in Psalm 73, verse 28, where it says, But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. For the scripture says, darkness is as light to you. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. What are the dark valleys? Subpoint letter A in sufferings, letter B in sorrows, C in oppositions, D in worries, E in disappointments, F in yesterday. G in today, H in tomorrow, I in all, in every situation, the good and the bad, in suffering, sorrow, oppositions, worries, disappointments, yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. In all, we understand that Christ walks with us. He walks with us every single day, every single moment, including even death, even death itself we had a funeral yesterday a memorial service the cremation service was wednesday and we saw that even in darkness christ can't be shone by the darkness but when christ is there when christ is here when the holy spirit is here darkness is gone Morning turns into joy Hopelessness turns into hope, hope that is found, a living hope that is found in Jesus Christ. Where does that hope come from? Where does that hope come from? Where does that light come from? It comes from Christ. Jesus says in John 11, I am the resurrection. I am the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die Whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Meaning if we believe in Christ, we are alive. And death has no power over us. For even in death, there is hope. There is light. For we are with Christ for all of eternity in heaven with him. May we not forget who our shepherd is, who our leader is. That he is the good shepherd, the shepherd that lays on his life for his sheep. And as it says in Luke 15, when he finds the lost sheep, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders. In darkness, he will come and pick you up. And he will lift you up. He will guide your very steps in the moment of Your darkest valleys. So, again, point number one in my darkest valley, you walk with me in sufferings and sorrows and oppositions and worries and disappointments in yesterday and today and tomorrow and in all. Point number two in my greatest fears, you walk with me. You guys ever been in a place where you're afraid? Being in a place where you're super afraid and you just don't know what to do. You could call out for help but there's no one there to help you. I remember one time when I was young at a young age went inside a haunted house with my class. I think I was in kindergarten or even younger and then the kid let go of my hand or I let go of the hand. I don't remember but I just remember being lost with all the ghosts and the kijin and the monsters and and then I remember just finding myself in the police station and that fear that came over. Oh, no one's going to come and rescue me. I'm, it's, this is how my life ends. I remember thinking, it's, it's done, it's over. Like a little kid. And I'm like, okay, it's done. Okay, I don't know what to do. But I remember when I was found and I have a vivid memory of my father picking me up, taking me up, up the mountains, not the mountains, the apartment stairs uh, on the, floor six, and just take me up and just realizing that even in my greatest fears, just as our earthy friends and fathers and mothers, they walk with us. God, he is the ultimate father, and he walks with us every single moment in our lives. Amen. Paul declares in 2 Timothy 4, verse 16 to 18, He said, at my first defense, no one came to my support. No one. Everyone deserted me, he says. May not be held against them, but the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Even when there's no one standing with you, even when there's no one standing with us, Christ stands with us. Christ is with us. As it says in Psalm 139, where can I go? Where can I flee? Where can I flee? Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. Night will shine like the day. Darkness is as light to you. Amen. And amen. I will fear no evil, even though I walk through the darkest valley. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So, point letter A no Christ. B. Acknowledge Christ. C. Submit to Christ. D. Live in Christ. E. Live for Christ. How do we fear no evil? This is the answer. Know Him. Acknowledge Him. Submit to Him. Live in Him. And live for Him. Live for Christ. Only when we submit to God, the scripture tells us then the devil says, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. In my greatest fears, you walk with me. And our last point point number three your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The rod and the staff are the two items that David used. The rod at the hips and the staff at the hands. Double trouble. One of the most greatest scenes in the scripture of all time is when David encounters Goliath as a young man. David used his rod and his staff because he was a shepherd boy. And Christ is our ultimate shepherd. So if you look at the Bible, many of the greatest leaders were shepherds in the Old Testament. For they understood, if they understood how to take care of the flock, they understood the heart of God. So David, in this passage, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 33 to 37, Saul replied, you are not able to go out against the Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man. And he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant, meaning me, have been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it as a boy, struck it and rescued the sheep from his mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by his hair, struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine, this Goliath, will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. What happened before this? They tried to put on Saul's armor on David and it did not fit him. Meaning we should not fight, wield our weapon as the world does. The world will fight, they tell you, with violence. They will say, physically strike back. But we fight a different fight, a spiritual fight, a spiritual battle. We need to understand that Christ, he carries his rod and his staff as a shepherd. And he protects his sheep. He protects you, even the smallest, the weakest of the chain. He comes and he rescues us. And David, he resembles the image of Christ here in this moment. That when a bear or a lion takes the lost sheep, or the sheep is lost, he goes after it. He leaves the 99 for one. He carries the rod, rod again at the hips. Staff at his hands, and he goes and searches for us. Uses the rod and the staff to protect us. Amen. And amen. I'm closing with this. I know that we all had a long weekend, long week. So I wanted to keep this very short. And what does it mean for Christ to have the rod and the staff? This is what it means, leading to our soul points. Letter A, he promises the Holy Spirit. Uh, Letter B, he promises his goodness. C, he promises his wisdom. D, he promises his peace. E, he promises his comfort. And F, he promises his promises. You know, we go through life making promises, and we go through life making promises. We go through life hearing promises, and promises get broken all the time. But rest assured in the truth that his promises will never be broken. The promise that I am the way, the truth, and the life. The promise that I will never leave you nor forsake you. That his rod and his staff, they comfort me. That even though I walk through the darkest valley, you are with me. Even when I'm in the shadows, Lord, you are with me. You walk with me every step the way. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. And that is my prayer that extends to Mr. Kim, Mrs. Kim, to the Kim family, to Jerry, and to Lily. And God provides us, to us, all these promises. It's not just for the Kim family, but it's for you. It's for me. It's for us, to those who rely on Christ. Who trust in the Lord. And who will hold on to him. And the last part, the line, that's not something we should overlook. That he promises his promises. That's very important. God provides to us all these promises. Why? The question is, why, Lord? And you may say, because he loves you. That's the easy answer. The default answer. Yes, that is true. But you need to understand who he is and who it's coming from. The Bible says, He will keep his promises because, it says, it is for his own name's sake. When we go somewhere and we meet someone and you're a stranger in that area, you provide a name, a name that is powerful. You have access to places. That relationship where you're a stranger, oh, you know that person. You use that name and you're able to access that relationship. It's an icebreaker. So when we pray in his name, there is power in his name. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. That's why he says, it is for my own sake. This is why I do this. My own namesake. God is not a God who will lie. He is not a God who is fickle. He will not change from yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is not based on his emotions. Where we are, we are today, and we are gone tomorrow. But he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is not like shifting shadows, the scripture tells us. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and forever, and forever he will be. Even though in this lifetime we may not fully understand the why, the how, the when, the day, the time, the hour. We may not understand the season that I'm in right now, and nothing makes sense. We need to understand who he is, for it is for his name's sake. It is who is leading us. It is the shepherd that leads us. It is the great shepherd who knows us. And because he knows us, he knows every step of the way, to every step that we take, we need to rely on him and trust in him. For he is the one that guides us. He's the only one that can rescue us. Trust in him. Hold on to him. Remember his rod. Remember his staff. Trust in him. Even though you may not see, even though you can't see, look to him and trust in him. A father had a daughter, was blind at a young age. She recognized her father by scent, his voice, his presence. A stranger to her, a friend of the father whom he hasn't seen in a long time, picked up his friend's daughter and embraced her in his arms. The daughter immediately knew the person holding her was not her father. The daughter did not cry or resist the embrace of the stranger, like that little girl yesterday who wouldn't come up. The father asked his daughter, Sweetheart, who knows who is holding you? Are you not scared? She says, no. She said instantly, yes, I may not see who is holding me, but you do, daddy. She did not have to know, for she knew that because her father was near and here, she'd be all right. The faith that the daughter had in her father relinquished all of her fears, all the fears, went away how beautiful it is in this short life that we have in this finite life to know that even when I'm in my darkest valley and no one is with me my father is with me our father protects me protects us for it says in Romans eight twenty-eight: for we know that in all things God works for the good Of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. For his name's sake, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the name above all names, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the author and the perfecter, of the faith, know who he is, know the who, not the why, not the how, not the when, not the day, not the time, the hour, but know who is leading and guiding you. Then, from the overflow of that, we will know the why, the how, the when, the day, the time, the hour. Amen. I want to invite the praise team if you could just come to the stage I want to invite you to just be free here in this space and if you feel led to stand and worship, please do so if you need to pray Pray in the presence of the Father. I want to invite you to do so. And the priest team will be singing in the background. When you feel led, you could please follow along. But we need to recommit our heart to the Lord. We need to place our trust in Him and rely in Him. and Let us trust in Him this very morning. Let's ask the Lord to restore us, to strengthen us.
1: i Oh uh-huh. today will pass away within this love
0: Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the promise that is found in Jesus Christ. Thank you for walking with us in our darkest valleys. That in our greatest fears, Lord, you walk with us. On your rod and your staff comforts us. Lord, protect us, Lord, here today. Especially with all the attacks that comes from living this Christ center life. May we put our focus on you and surrender to you. Just as a point says, Lord, you promise us the Holy Spirit, the promise of your goodness, the promise of your wisdom, and the promise of your peace. And the promise of your comfort. And the promises of your promises. And why do you do this? It is for your own namesake. For you are the great I am. You are who you say you are. We place all of our worries. All of our trust. All of our joys. We lay them down. All at the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ to give you all the glory and all the honor Pray all these things your precious son the name above all names the name of our lord our king jesus christ forever and ever and as god's people we pray amen Amen. and amen Amen. and amen. amen we're gonna close the song with our church's closing song The path of life in Jesus, let's declare and worship together. Together, May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you, and may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace, and now may the God of peace, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you now with everything good for doing his will, and may he work within us what is pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. And as God's people we pray,
1: amen and amen.